Welcome to the Dave Squared Podcast. I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and 60 years of work experience, and over 100 years worth of haircuts. And we're making this podcast together to try to help each other and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So, Mr. Kramer, what is the topic today? Today, we are talking about hair care for middle-aged men. Oh, gotcha. Or lack thereof? Exactly. So, our... (laughs) Our listeners who know me are probably amused by the subject as I essentially have no hair. Uh, of course, that wasn't always the case, but for the last several years, I've been buzzing my hair down to almost nothing. And in the past, oh, several weeks, I've just gone to straight ball, just shave it a couple times a week. Interesting. And pretty inexpensive way to take care of your hair, right? Uh, it is. It is. I was getting a little frustrated with how much it costs to keep a buzz cut, and we can get into the economics of that a bit. I did like it a little better, but, um, you know, you, uh, I'd prefer to have a bushy mane of unmanageable hair again, but that's not what is on the table right now. Nope. No Rogaine is going to help solve that at this point? You know, I was going to bring that up later. That that came out when you and I were, I don't know, late 20s, mid 30s, something like that. I remember back in about the late late 80s, early 90s, there was a guy uh, at work and he was using it. And I guess it was prescription then. I think it may be non-prescription now. And it was working for him. It, it would help grow it back. It was a little bit fuzzy, but he was happy to, to get some more hair on top of his head. I, you know, I tried it when it became um, over the counter. I never noticed any results. I have the suspicion that it's for what they call male p- pattern baldness, which is, I believe, getting the bald spot on the top of your head that you can't see yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I never noticed anything for what my condition was, was just a regular receding hairline. Gotcha. I think, but I think some of those products that were prescription back in the late 80s, early 90s are now over the counter, but I, I'm not really sure. I'm not uh, partaking in those products at this point. Yeah. Um, I did notice, for instance, there are some interesting things out there. You know, I use the Costco City Visa card that gives you a, a rebate, a cash rebate, mm-hmm. and um, they will. You don't have to spend the money at Costco, but you do have to get there to, to get it cashed out. Um, and I had $700 amassed, and I was flipping through the website, seeing what can you get for $700? And they had an interesting product that is called, well, hold on a second. I wrote it down. Uh, the Laser Therapy Hair Regrowth, Regrowth Cap for Treatment of Hair Loss and Thinning. Interesting. Yeah, and it's a baseball cap. I think it's got a USB charger in it, and it, uh, it's it got dozens of little lasers that uh, uh, inject energy into your hair follicles, and it's approved by the FDA, and it's supposed to help you grow hair back. So I briefly considered spending $700 on that. 
Sounds dangerous with lasers pointing at your head. <laughs> Who knows what the side effects are? You might end up with superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> or, or erasable marks on your scalp. Uh, but more likely what it would do would you'd grow some fuzz where you didn't have fuzz before. And um, a la George Costanza from... Um, um, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, famous show. I think balding is undesirable, whereas bald could arguably be a choice. So I went and cut all my hair off. I think bald is a good look for a lot of guys. So I think it looks good. It's cheap, right? Yeah. Um, it's you a know, better work, I, though, to do it because you have to do it multiple times per week. It's a better work, right? Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I had unruly hair and I hated it. I had kind of that. Uh, 80s soap star hair that would fall in your eyes and uh, I, I really didn't like it but if I had it to do over again I would grow it down to my butt and I'd walk around with a braid <laughs> but uh, you know in my 30s it might even be my late 20s uh, my hair line started to recede a bit and first I liked it. it it got that widow's peak and I put a little gel in it and combed it back and got that kind of black and white film star hair look um, but then it, it kept going it got thinner and thinner I tried different things you know different haircuts I don't think I ever actually did the Caesar haircut you know the one I'm talking about no you have to explain that to me uh, you comb you, you basically make little bangs and comb your front hair forward uh, made famous by Julius Caesar. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was emperor of Rome back in the day. Back in the day, yep. And it became very popular amongst people trying to look like the emperor, but he did it because his hairline was receding. And, you know, career-wise, he did pretty well. He was uh, ruler of the free world. Well, not the free world. Sorry, the civilized world. It wasn't free. Met an, unti- met an untimely end, though. At the- That's true. He did pretty good until all his colleagues stabbed him on the Senate steps. <laughs> Probably was because of the receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness sakes. Uh, but then in popular culture, right, we ended up with, uh, for a long time, bald was associated with evil, right? Lex Luthor. Superman had great hair and Lex Luthor was bald. That's just true. Um, uh, James Bond had hair and that villain that showed up in a couple of movies. I don't know what his name was. Nobody the big ever guy with the, with the teeth, right? No, no, I'm no, thinking about in the early films. The guy he wore uh, uh, one of those funky '60s suits, and he uh, had a cat that sat in his lap. The cat mm. was bald too. That was creepy. Um, of course, you had Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Um, anyway, just and like the bad guys on um, Star Trek, they'd be bald. Um, but then around when we got out of college in the 80s, you started seeing people pop up that were considered good-looking and sexy. Uh, Michael Jordan, I think Patrick Stewart from Star Trek The Next Generation won that uh, Sexiest Man on the Planet award once. Yep. Uh, more recently, you get your action stars, your Jason Stathams and The Rock. Uh, in music, you get guys like Pitbull and... Um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the rapper who was uh, he tries to act. He's a terrible actor, a pretty good rapper. But anyway, uh, a lot so, of bald guys are now good guys. Exactly. So bald is bald is beautiful today. Bald is beautiful. So let's go for it. And uh, I had been feeling that way for a while, but it's a commitment. And while I was on the fence, 
you'd meet guys like one of my neighbors he shaves his head i'm like oh it looks good on jerry up the street but then like wait you know jerry's really good looking maybe he'd look like a movie star if he had hair <laughs> so it's it's nerve-wracking the first time because you don't know if you have a funky shaped skull or not so and it does take a long time to grow back if you if you buzz it down to a one or a half or something. It does take a while. I've got a I've got a funky shaped skull, so I wouldn't look. I don't think it would look good on me. And I've got the receding hairline, but I'm going to hold it intact with a <laughs> with a number three cut. But one day, my uh, my wife, uh, who had been I think she had in passing and said that my grow it long in the front and comb it back was starting to look like a comb over, which I really didn't want. Um, but she showed me a picture from a magazine of uh, a male model who had essentially buzzed his head, almost shaved his head, had a little stubble of a beard. And she said, I think this would look good on you. This guy looks kind of like you. And I went out the next day and got my hair cut off at Supercut. Um, of course, that guy, say at the time I was 210 pounds, six foot tall. That guy's probably 6'2", 170, and mm. African-American and a model. <laughs> You're not a model? Not yet. You never know. I'm waiting. I'm going to make the senior tour. Um, So it it came out okay. But what I was surprised is when you cut it that short, you really have to get your hair cut every couple of weeks. And I thought you could buzz it yourself, but you can't. You can't. uh, You can't see the back. Really, you can't do. I thought guys did it with a razor when they. But I've never done that before. Do you get nicks and things like that and bleeding from the back of your head you don't know about? Well, if you go bald, you can do it yourself because that's absolute. But if you try and just buzz it short, mm-hmm. if one of the times I've tried that, then you look, you know, take a picture of the back of your head or use a couple of mirrors to look at it, it it looks like a mess. Like you attack your head with a weed whacker. Uh, so that's, so I ended up going to a barber for a relatively simple haircut, right? Just a number of one zip 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 and mm-hmm. then make it clean around the ears and they charge you the same price as any other haircut and i think when they do that they feel compelled to take as long as they take with anybody else and to talk to you about your weekend like just cut my hair i'll pay the full price and let me out of here no um it's not so, a hard haircut right i don't a, think but i didn't go to haircut. barber college yeah so i was finding i was trying to go every two weeks probably wouldn't make it all the time but that's um 20 times a year probably um and even going to the inexpensive place i was paying 12 bucks for the haircut which is a bargain and giving five dollars for a tip but that works out to 340 dollars a year Hmm. that's that's a lot when you get your hair cut every couple weeks yeah, and if I went on a weekend near my house, they would charge it'd be more like twenty five bucks. So wow. if you give a five dollar tip again, uh, that's thirty bucks. That's pricey because I, uh, I'll usually go to the, the, great clips near my place. Kind of similar to Supercuts, just happens to be in the neighborhood that's literally right around the corner. They charge thirteen bucks for a basic haircut. I did. The cheapest I ever paid for a haircut was about two years ago. It was, I went to a barber college and they charged me $4 for the cut. Oh, wow. How far did you have to travel to go do that? Uh, It's pretty close to my office. Um, Reasonable traveling distance. Um, Mm. They make you pay in advance. Uh, (laughs) They were surprised, I think, by my $5 tip. 
but I only went the one time. While I was there, I watched him do a, a young kid's hair that had really nice hair. They did a really good job, but um, they have a couple of people come work on it, and then a supervisor come check it, and then the other students come look at it and talk about it. So if you value your time, it's kind of annoying to be there, particularly when you have a stupid buzz cut that you think you could have done yourself if you had eyes in the back of your head. Right. You're trying to do that uh, like right after work or during lunch. You're going to spend a good part of your lunch hour or a good part of your afternoon getting a hair, basic haircut. Right. And I don't know that the students appreciate it. Maybe they do. It's better than not having anybody's hair to cut. But it's not like if your wife's walked in and they're like, oh, I want a cool bob, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's just, yeah, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness sakes! Uh, so that's 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 a thing. So I went to actually just shaving my head. I bought this twenty-five dollar rotary shaver thing. I don't. I'm not bold enough to shave with a blade because head cuts, head wounds bleed a long time. That's what I'm thinking. Where if you shaved the back of your head, I suspect unless you toweled it off, you could potentially have a little nick like you get shaving your face and not know it and have blood dripping back down <laughs> on your head. Right. I bought this thing. It looks like the uh, Norelco shaver, except it's got four floating heads and it's less directional, so you can reach the back of your head. And that cost me fifty bucks. Um, uh, and I bought another one that I thought would work as a clipper, which it would if I wanted it a little longer. I got that for an Amazon Lightning deal for twenty-five bucks. So I, I have spent some money on gear. But it should pay for itself. In Pays a year. for itself, yeah. Less than if sure, certainly, yeah. If, if you're doing it yourself, yeah. I find it hard. I have a beard that I shave. I don't let it go too long, and I shave it periodically. And I find that I miss. So I always tell myself, shave it on Saturday, and then take a look at it again sometime later that day because you think it looks good, but you're missing stuff. So I can see in your case where you're saying it's something I can see, and I'm sometimes miss stuff. And on the back of your head, I can see where it's really hard to to get it perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it sounds incredibly cheap not to be willing to spend 4 to $9 to get somebody to cut it for you, but it it's just the, the time, you know? Yeah, I um, that's a good point because near me we can do – I do the online check-in so you have a sense of how busy it is and you can tell certain days like the end of school year you don't want to go near the place because kids are getting their haircut for pictures at the end of the year before Christmas is crazy because everybody's getting their Christmas pictures, so – if you don't time it right, you can go over there and you can sit and wait 20 minutes, 25 minutes just to get the haircut. If you could do that at home, you could have your haircut done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let's face it, the, the daily management, even when I did have hair, was almost nothing, right? Shampoo and I, I stopped combing my hair years ago, right? You mm -hmm. just kind of wiggle it around. Um, it's, uh, it's another place where men have an advantage over women that sometimes people aren't thinking of. I heard a, a woman financial analyst, I wish I could figure out how to find her name and give her the proper uh, credit for it, but she did the math on what she called the makeup tax and that if women have to spend an extra half hour every day getting ready to face the world, what that costs them over their career. and. Uh, you know, obviously she's in finance and well paid, but if your time is worth $100 an hour, that's, what is that? That's uh, 
125 hours a year at $100 is $12,500 a year. Put that in a 401k and it'll build up pretty quickly. That's a lot of extra time getting ready. I, you know, I haven't really thought about that because I'm not wearing makeup and I don't spend a whole lot of time on my hair and, you know, wash, wash it, dry it, put a little bit of gel in it to hold it down because it's kind of fine here to make sure it sits down. And, you know, if that's five minutes, that's probably too much time. Yeah, and I tend to either buy my hair products, because I still use shampoo on my beard, uh, but I buy my hair products either at Costco in the convenient pump, or if I don't get organized enough to do that, I walk down the aisle at the grocery store and pick what's on sale. It's amazing what you can buy for a dollar. You can buy some pretty inexpensive shampoo. I just usually use whatever's in the shower, so I don't normally have special stuff for me just whatever's in the shower i'm going to suggest to you dave as a um a dyed in the wool cheap guy that you probably are wasting money to do that because i think women spend much more per ounce on their hair care products than you would if you were buying it for yourself i'd buy the swab shampoo and sometimes i will do i'll buy the body lotion uh on sale but if i don't remember to get that i'm using the wife's stuff which i suspect is probably a, a bit more than a dollar a bottle yeah to prepare for this i went and did a survey of what is in uh the shower i share with my wife uh-oh so we'll try and keep this um safe for our relationships but i counted the bottles there was 11 of them uh, and to be fair, one of them was empty. So again, another benefit of us doing this podcast is I threw away the empty bottle. Um, and probably four of them were actually mine because I'm doing what I just suggested, which is I buy the cheapest stuff for the default. Um, but wait, let me find my notes. So the Costco shampoo I bought for me was online delivered is 33 ounces for $12.99. And I'm pretty sure I bought it on sale, so it was even less than that, but that works out to 39 cents per ounce. Okay. All right, so I looked at the shampoo that I think my wife is currently using and did the math on that. And it's funny, you have to read for a while to figure out whether which one's the shampoo or which one's the conditioner. I don't know if you noticed this, but the really expensive ones, they write everything in French to make it seem like it's worth more. I haven't noticed that. Those ones seem like they're in the same type bottle. And as I've gotten older, I have to wear reading glasses. I can't see in the shower anymore to read. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, I try to memorize which one's the shampoo and which one's the conditioner because I can't see, I can't read the labels to tell. That's how they get you, Dave. (laughs) but uh i did the math wait what was the i wrote down the total price but it worked out to five dollars and 18 cents per ounce so whoa yeah that's more than an order of magnitude more more than yeah 13 times more expensive here on my calculator yeah so you don't want to be snitching that to uh uh watch the stubble on your chin right probably 13 times better though absolutely did you Uh, read the ingredients because i suspect some of the ingredients might be the same between the two bottles i would suspect so um but here's the thing dave as we probably discussed before the placebo effect 
actually works. So if you're convinced that this hair will do whatever, make your hair shiny, make your hair thicker, make your hair earn you more money, it does. And I feel better about my hair right now. There you go. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm kind of a nut, so I might buy body wash and use that and just use that on my hair too. So <laughs> I don't. They do sell things in the blue bottles for men where they have three in one, which is uh, body wash, conditioner, shampoo. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, just, I figure body wash, shampoo, it's probably the same thing. I'll just, I'll just do that if I've got it around. I don't care. Yeah. I don't like body wash. I find it to be annoying. I'm a bar soap guy. Yep, we have bar soap now. The only problem is I think the, the bar soap probably is a little harder. You have to spend more time cleaning the shower, I think, because of it. That could be, um, yeah, and the body wash when it's in a pump works pretty well. When it's, uh, uh, we were recently in a B&B and they provided that stuff and it was Noxema? I don't know, the one, the moisturizing thing. And you had to turn it upside down and shake it to get it out. And I found mm-hmm. that aggravating. That's like extra work. You got to get exactly. to work, man. I know. I'm trying to wash the sweat off and I'm breaking a new sweat. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, any other thoughts on hair care? Do you have any idea how much your less, uh, frugal peers might be paying for a haircut? Well, I, uh, normally I go to Great Clips and get my haircut there. It's about, uh, it's 13 bucks and I'll throw a tip in. Um, somehow my son manages to go to the same store, the same location, and somehow paid $29 for his haircut. Now he's got more hair than I have and he's probably better looking, but... I'm not quite clear <laughs> why this is so much more expensive. And then, of course, ladies get their hair done, and normally they're doing, at least my daughter and my wife are getting some sort of hair color and some a lot of a lot of hand work done, right? So their haircuts are going to be well above 100 bucks, right? Yeah, so. yeah. I've always kind of res- – they seem to get their hair cut less often, though, like in the months apart rather than weeks. Yeah, the ladies get their hair cut. It can, they can go many months. So it's not as expensive because there are many months where I feel, I feel compelled to cut my hair maybe every four to six weeks depending on how I'm feeling about it, if you will. So just it kind of de- depends. Yeah, I, I, have the, I haven't done it in a while, and there's no need anymore now that I cut off all my hair. But I have the impression that if you're paying 25 bucks for a Supercuts haircut here, which people would make fun of you for, that if you actually go to a, a barber slash hairstylist for a men's haircut, it's going to cost you 50 bucks plus, which seems insane. I have seen some people pay that kind of money. I think my son has paid that kind of money before for a haircut at maybe a little bit fancier place than a great clips place. But I think what they're doing is they're probably throwing some extra stuff in there, like a beard trim or something like that. I think I have got caught in the equivalent if you're like traveling for work and you go to a uh, the stylist in a hotel or something like that. Uh, so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's going to be pricey because anything at the hotel you're paying for that convenience, like eating at the restaurant or shopping the store there. Yeah, and it doesn't feel fair to negotiate the price after the cut, and it doesn't feel safe to negotiate it beforehand. <laughs> These people do have a lot of influence on the so, way you look. Yeah. 
<laughs> so my, my big savings is once a year, I think the Great Clips will run a special where you'll buy, you can buy 10 haircuts and something like 10 bucks a haircut. So it's a smoking deal. Tip your stylist though, as if it were the, the regular price. I'll just say that and get the year of haircuts and get a, get a whole year of haircuts for a smoking deal. I think. Uh, a friend of mine, Gavin, used to own a Great Clips uh, franchise uh, back in the day, and he told me he would do a, um, what do you call it, a cross-promotion with the local bagel shop, and they called it uh, Locks and Bagels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too uh, funny. He's a funny guy. Oh. So, so men, I think you, I think men have it easy. Men just go, go get, go get it cut at the local salon. I do the number three and the and the taper in the back, and you can f- pick up some great shampoo at, at Costco or the local supermarket, and you're good to go. All right. So I feel like we've probably beat that topic to death, Dave. Um, you did have some other homework though, right? Our new segment, Dave Saves Everyday Tips That Can Save You Pennies or Save the World. Did you come up with anything to share with our listeners? Well, you're putting me in the spot here, and I totally forgot about it. But I will say, I will say this: um, I think if you shop more often at the grocery store instead of we tend to go once a week, I think if you go more often to the grocery store, which is easy if your grocery store is on the way home, I think you save some money because you're only thinking about what am I going to eat in the next two or three days rather than trying to figure out for the whole week. I find that when we try to do for the whole week, we probably buy stuff that doesn't always get used up and food's expensive. So that's my tip of the day. Yeah. And even when it's not expensive, it's, it's a drag. Food waste is, it just feels bad when you know there's hungry people out there that say, oh, I should have eaten this head of lettuce instead of letting it rot in the drawer. Yep. So I think for a lot of Americans, I think that's a that's a big opportunity for savings is just looking at that food waste. So I think it makes more sense to go shopping more often. It, it works. There's some extra time involved. You got to get your car and park. It works well where you have a supermarket near where you live, which we do. It's just a few blocks away. So it's not out of the way per se. That's a, that's a good uh, overall concept. Does it work with cars? (laughs) Buy a car. (laughs) No, I don't think it works with cars. Anything about a car is expensive. Yeah, Uh, uh, I do. I I do agree with you and not to use up all our saves, but there's certain things you should not buy at Costco because it's impossible to consume them unless you have 40 people living in your house that all want Brussels sprouts. It's hard. You know, your family, my, you and my family are both the same size, although I'm down, I'm down one. Normally my son will eat with us. My daughter doesn't live with us anymore, but it's, I find it hard at Costco anymore because the portions are pretty big to use all that up. If you're buying dry goods, yeah, you, you can use it up. But even, even then I just, I just worked my way through some popcorn that I've had around for like a year and a half. Um, the microwave popcorn and it took a long time to get through that box from Costco. Yeah, and if you uh, experiment with a house brand, say like I bought the Costco vitamin water equivalent, and uh, it was terrible, and now you got a whole oversized case of it. Oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's wrap this up then. Uh, I'm sure everybody's dying to hear our opinion on these things, and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you, Dave. All right.
Bye now.